Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Hello and welcome to the Boys in the Band podcast. I'm Peter Smith. And I'm Richard Gallagher. And this is the first episode in our very special spin-off strand, Tied to the Noughties, where we chat with current indie bands about the current indie scene. Yeah, that's right. We've taken a brief break from tracking down stars of the Noughties to hear what it's like for guitar bands right now. There are plenty more episodes with Noughties bands to come, but we wanted to find out more about what's going on right now with that Noughties scene has been inspiring the new generation. Yeah, it certainly feels like it. It certainly feels like that cycle might be coming around again. You know, there are loads of great new guitar bands out there. And actually for this series, we fittingly teamed up with Signature Brew, who have strong links to supporting new artists. Um, it's well worth getting down to their Black Horse Road Brewery in East London, uh, where not only do they serve their finest tipples, they also put on gigs too. And there's the Railway Arch Taproom and Venue in Haggerston as well, where there's always live music and DJs. Yep, beer's good too, Rich, as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've uh, tried more than our fair share, I think, of signature stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, I can highly recommend it. And uh, if you, even if you're not local to their London brewery and tap room, uh, why not try out their mail order pub in a box package? This is good fun where not only do you get a selection of their fantastic beers, they also chuck in glasses, snacks, playlists to match the beers and the ultimate music quiz, which uh, certainly had me scratching my head for some of those answers. Yeah, there's a few toughies in there, but yeah, good, good, good fun. Um, and yeah, like you say, the beer's really good. Really like the backstage IPA, the studio lager, roadie, you know, all really, really tasty stuff. And you lucky listeners can get 10% off their beers from signaturebrew.co.uk if you use the code boys in the band, all one word, at the checkout. Yeah, very good deal there for you guys. And uh, the perfect accompaniment, I'd say, to a music podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which, here's <laughs> our chat, our very first uh, special, our very first tie to the noughties. And the band, they're a cracking band from Liverpool called Rats. Now, if you think Jamie T or The Streets with a Scouse twist and a guitar drive, uh, you're pretty much there. We really like these, don't we, Rich? Really good band. Yeah, cracking. And we spoke to them in March, just before their latest single, Jenny, came out. uh, And they also had a huge gig supporting Liam Gallagher at the Royal Albert Hall coming up as well. So they're very excited about that. But they supported DMAs at Echo Arena and Ali Pali as well. So they're used to the big stage. Um, I think they might be filling the big stage themselves soon enough. Yeah, really hope so. And uh, so here they are. We caught up with guitarist Lowell Carragher and first singer Joe Maddox on their aspirations, influences and inspirations. The Arctic Monkeys for me, lads, was like the, the main band. And then probably the Libertines as well. When me, me and him were in a band when we were younger, we definitely listened to a lot of Libertines at, like, at that point when we first started the band. Um, Stone Roses, they're like 90s, obviously. Indie guitar music, yeah, into the, the streets as well, and like always being into like other types of music as well as that. But always just being in a, into like band music as in to play it with a guitar, it's the, like it's the first sort of music you go to, isn't it? That you're driven into it was that sort of era as well, wasn't it? Like that, that era that, like, like you say, when the Arsenal Monkeys came, you had loads, didn't you? Like the Fratellis and like you say, the Libertines, and it was that era. Now you don't see it as much, I don't think. You know, as many like bands coming through, so I think that's why we're you know trying to go out of a different like route now with our sort of more 
don't know how would you describe it. Like, like, we, we've sorted, we've, we've been having this debate loads about <laughs> indie music like, recently. Like, it, 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 it was boss and it was great and it was like amazing, yeah, but it can't be like replicated. So, to come out now, you've got to bring it with a something new with new influences, and you can't. Yeah. Like we've got so many fucking tunes to sound like the Cortinas and the Great and the Be Great of the Cortinas sound them, but we're not the Cortinas, so it doesn't really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So we'd just be ripping them off, wouldn't it? So what I'm saying, and that's not like that's just doing them a discredit, really, isn't it? So what I'm saying, or we couldn't make songs that were like the DMAs because the DMAs do that, and they they're amazing at our influences and what we grew up with as well, and like the difference within like what we listen to as well was like we grew up with a lot of rap music, a lot of you know when the London stuff was coming up, and then we've always grew up with the American stuff as well. And then now there's all scout stuff coming up as well. So we're like, we're, we're trying to figure out the cross. Yeah, so sort of like I've always made songs like that on the side. So I'm just like, so like our, our new stuff that we've been writing now is like dead difference, like dead, like more sort of trying to make a indie dub. I've been calling it <laughs> indie dub. <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> That's cool. So you've sort of got these sort of influences from that, yeah, that early noughties indie scene, but then sort of layering it with music that's yeah. come next and, and also yeah. stuff that you're into now came after that you know what I mean yeah mm. as well like that's sort of like the root like it is four lads with a guitars and that's there's there's only it can only sound a certain way when you've got them four instruments you know what I mean so it's trying to you know, so we're influenced by the clash a lot you know what I mean in the way that they were into like reggae and that as well as being a rock band they were also reggae bands and they were also like it's been a saying. lot of reggae at the minute yeah it's just it? a lot of reggae that we're writing <laughs> at the minute yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, as I say, it sounds like a good, a uh, good melting pot of, di of different influences and different sounds. So, when you talk about your indie dub kind of uh, label, um, what sort of what sort of hip hop were you into as well? What, what sort of hip hop are you trying to bring into your indie sounds? Well, sort of like, um, like I always, obviously, like Eminem was the the, the thing growing up, yeah. yeah and it's like <laughs> it's like it's like sort of the, com the comical elements of Eminem, something that always got to me, and something I always wanted to do in a band and. Them beats and like Afro Man as well, like all of his Al tunes, you know what I mean? Like they're all done with a live band. And I always grew up thinking like it would be good to actually play them songs with a band and like make beats and then we sort of make beats similar to that and then make band tunes over it. You know what I mean? Like those sort of that Dr. Dre style production with a band, which which singing, not like you know, trying to be gangsters or anything, but just <laughs> using it, you know what I mean? Like that, that that music and singing like and making songs about like what we what we live through, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know whether you've heard our song Section 60. No, not, not that one yet. <clears throat> That's a song on Instagram. We released that. It's, it's basically a, on YouTube. Well. It's on YouTube as well. Exactly. And it's, it, it, we didn't release it on Spotify or anything because we didn't want it there. We were just about to, you know, release another single with a label, but we, we, we weren't releasing it for a while and we just signed with the label. So we wanted to just release something that wasn't a single, but was a single to just keep people, you know, like, entertained. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We Oh, so we made this song about the police in Liverpool called Section It's called Section 60. It's about getting stopped and searched because Liverpool's the stop and search capital of the UK. More people get stopped and searched here than Manchester and Birmingham combined. You know what I mean? And so it's definitely a problem that affects not just working class people, it affects people above all boards. So you get people losing university degrees, all the things that goes on top of it, that how this city's affected. So it's just a song talking about that. You know what I mean? And highlighting it. It's got Basically, a funny video. It's got a really funny music video. <laughs> like a, a really funny music video, but it's got a serious message as well. It's a, it's a funny song with like a serious message. I was going to say, is it important to you, sort of um, the messages that you're putting through with your lyrics? 
100%. Yeah, 100%. you got to, people need to be represented these days, especially what's been going on with this lockdown. It's been an absolute shambles what the government's out of handles it and everything, all the money that's went missing, how corrupt they are and like all the double standards that they have when they want to create a big massive war on drugs and all this when they all drew up themselves. It's just... It's a joke, mate. Not just that. I think if you've got a song which has got a message to it, it's a lot more interesting than just like, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Oh, she loves me this, you know, all that. I think you've <laughs> got a proper well-thought-out story. It, it attracts people in a different way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And people always say it's like musicians just stay away from politics, but like being honest, like the big influences I had growing up was John Lennon, Bob Marley, Eminem, Tupac, The Clash, they're not people who, and Paul Weller, they're not people who, Ever Pink Floyd as well, never strayed away from politics, always just hit it right on the head and used it like that. So that's the type of music I've always wanted to make is music that is a sign of the times. Yeah, absolutely. It connects with people, doesn't it? If people yeah. people got a, a strong feeling towards something, it helps them connect with that even more. And it's really, uh, really good to hear that you want to sort of represent that, uh, represent how people are feeling uh, from where you're from. And, and that's what I want to ask as well about the sort of feeling like you're representing Liverpool as well. What I really like about you guys is just how scouse you sound, like in vocals. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, there's, there's tons of bands from Liverpool, but I'm not too sure there's another one that sounds quite as scouse as you boys. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Webster. Yeah, Jimmy Webster as well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the, he's the, he's the ABS, he's next door to me, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, the, the scene in Liverpool is fine at me, but... Yeah, yeah it's, fast, we, you know, we, it's not just Liverpool, though. They're like everywhere in the UK is like Liverpool, everywhere in the UK. We, 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 we've been on tour this year. There's nowhere that's not got the same problems or the same things. You know what I mean? Ev- everywhere in the UK, the, the people are coming up to us and relating for the same things we're singing about Liverpool. They find it relevant to Newcastle or Birmingham or Manchester or Glasgow, for in particular, especially Glasgow, you know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's relevant in a lot of places. Just so it's, it's, just, it's really relevant just to Britain. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned Jamie uh, there sort of recording nearby. And a big thing that we always find when we talk to bands from that, that noughties era was sort of the, the, the sort of local scene. So there was a scene in London, scene in Liverpool, whatever, where bands were kind of either rivals or supporting each other. What's it like at the moment as a band now and sort of a band in Liverpool? What's the scene like in Liverpool at the moment? Well, you know what? When we were kids, yeah. Do you want to say when, when we were kids, no. it was horrible. Yeah. It was like everyone hated each other. Everyone was out to get each other. It was like a battle of the bands mentality everywhere when we were kids. And that was like sort of just after Corals, Utons, all that had come out. So the scene was pretty dead after that because we've had yeah, them and there was, was no dead, there was like... no one after it for like 10 years. It was dead. And that was like when me and him started playing was over that 10 years. And it, now it's got to the stage where it's like it's complete opposite. Everyone helps each other and everyone just gives each other a leg up. Bars you know everywhere I mean? now, and, yeah. 10 years ago, we couldn't get gigs yeah. in Liverpool. And the, now it's just like, there's, there's more gigs going on per person in Liverpool than any other place in the world. That's a fact. There's like, uh. <laughs> there's over 10 million pounds a year made just by like singers singing in town with acoustic guitars every year. I don't know a video about that over the lockdown about Rishi Sunak and how he said it wasn't a proper job, you know what I mean? I went got like, a bit angry on that one. Got a big angry show. on it, yeah, but it went viral, didn't it? Got us a few followers. <laughs> what was that like, um, sort of the pandemic for a band like yourselves, a young band, sort of trying to, you know, we were the best place to, and go. Best place to be musicians. We kept, I mean? up to be uh, honest, it was the only way we were going to do it because, I don't know, there was a, because I was at that time when it all first started, it didn't really work out. And I think it was because of, of the the lockdown. So everyone sort of lost a bit of faith in it. And then Joe obviously 
Joe came to, to me and Alan. He was like, look, I want to start this up with you two. And we all just sort of got each other through it, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that was what the, the good thing about the pandemic was. We we were in a band again, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we were getting things going. Because obviously the, the other two members left at the start of the pandemic because they didn't think that there was going to be anything yeah, happening. For, like, they, were, they were saying, like, oh, we might not even have a gig for 10 years. I was going, oh, we'll be gigging. <laughs> I was, I was saying, I was, I'll be honest, I was saying to them on the phone, I was half going, like, if there was a fucking zombie apocalypse, I would still be looking for the gig. I'd still be saying, like, <laughs> know what I mean? If there was fucking zombies outside, lads, know what I mean? I'd be wanting to do gigs. There's no other way of making money, is for me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. <laughs> so what, what what about um upcoming releases then, boys? So we had Patsy Patsy Decline back in November. I absolutely love that that tune. And you've got a new single Jenny coming up, is that right? And then you're building yeah. records, an album. Yeah, Jenny's like sort of it's sort of like what we were like talking about before, like the the influences are like hip hop and sort of new style style of music. Jenny's still very much an indie song, but lyrically it's very much going over to that side of things and it's sort of like giving you a little bit of a more of a taster of what's to come, how it's going to evolve into it because we're not just going to go straight into it, start fucking overnight, but... And a moose-boosh. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have played some huge venues, haven't you? With DMAs, Ali Pali, Liverpool Echo yeah. Arena in October. Yeah. What was yeah, that like? Yeah. Mates, yeah. proper legends of the proper boss lads then. Yeah, we were. I they were like my lockdown bands as well. It was it was boss to play with them. Really, left proper dream come true. Couldn't believe it when we got a when we got asked to play. Someone else walking into them. Yeah, big venues as well. Like you know especially the Echo Arena. Yeah, the Echo Arena. Like because we when I seen all bands there when you were a kid. You know what I mean? All your favorite bands and that, and just to walk in there and be like, wow, this is this is us tonight. Yeah. It's like a badge of honor in Liverpool like, as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It means more to people. In Liverpool than anywhere else, doesn't it? To say, wow, you played the Echo Arena, doesn't it? You know what I mean? So, like, pe- people. The MS Bank Arena. Yeah, the, the, M- the MS, it's called the Marks. Expensive. <laughs> I will always be the Arena, so it's like. Uh, yeah. Nice. And then, um, is it coming up? You've got Great Escape in May as well. I saw that one on your Instagram yeah, recently. I, That's I, a I, good... I can't wait to go to Brighton. Yeah. I've never been. My girlfriend's from Brighton. I've never been. You get all around. I think we've got loads of things going off. We've, we've got. The Libertines, we're playing on a festival, then we're playing with the specials. What else are we doing, Joe? Um, there's loads. Not just the specials, though, that's it. I know, but, but the flavors are on the show. There's loads. It's gonna be, yeah, it's just gonna be it's a big, go yeah, big then, summer. Yeah, there's gonna be yeah. a couple, couple coming up, and then, um, yeah, loads of couple we can't, there's a couple we can't talk about. No, fair enough. We saw one up in up in Norwich along with alongside the DMAs again, the Kooks, Seagulls, the Snuts. Great, great lineup on that. I forget that's, that's, that's a decent one. That I can't wait. That's 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 probably my favourite one. Except for the ones I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Mentioned, uh, you supporting Liam Gallagher at Royal Albert Hall? Is that, that, that right? Yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. That, I can't believe I'm even saying that. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we met him at Isle of White. Oh, nice. And, uh, well, I, I, I got to meet him. Uh, it's, it's weird, really. It's really mad, mad story. I, I, met, I met Bonehead when I was a kid. Like, when it's the first time I ever sang in front of anyone. Bonehead just happened to be there. And I was singing Wonderwall. And everything, he went, I'll probably see you in 10 years, you know, like after <laughs> never seeing him again. And like 10 years, like nearly to the day, lad, he followed me on Instagram, messaged <laughs> me. But he didn't even remember that that has happened, you know what I mean? And then um, 
but obviously, and then we said we were playing Isle of Wight, and then he come, he come over to our set, and then invited us to meet Liam later. And then when I met Liam, Liam said, like, he'll get you, get you to try and fit us in somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't believe him. Like, I was just like, did that even happen? Always proper, proper down to earth, man. Oh, wow. It's good to hear that, yeah, so when you meet someone so iconic like that, that they're good guys, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a proper, proper good, good, good man. He's exactly whatever. Like they say, don't meet your heroes, but I knew we'd be like just, just laughing. You know what I mean? We just, just had a little laugh. You know what I mean? We probably just spoke. We like all people in Liverpool, the, the Oasis knew. Like we, we grew up around. We know them. You know what I mean? Quite well, Diggsy, etc. You know what I mean? Very good. Yeah, very cool indeed. Um, we were also going to ask you about this feeling. Uh, now you guys have got links to them. I came across them on Instagram a while ago and seen their tour promotion and see they've started a, a record label as well. Uh, but how did you guys come to get involved with this feeling? That was uh, something that happens about we've been we've been with them like three 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 and a half years. We've, we've been doing gigs with them, the proper proper top men, the both of them, Mikey Johns and George Holmes. There's no there's there's not many people we can hold on one hand. The people the, the, like you know what I'm saying. There's not there's not as many people on that hand. They're two of them. Dude. There's no one else. <laughs> you know, our manager and like Casey, like they them two are just like fucking top for us. Like we wouldn't be anywhere. Without them, we wouldn't have got the DMAs, wouldn't have got nothing. We wouldn't have had, had Scotsmen's where all the stuff that we've done, all the sick festivals we've done, Isle of Wight, everything, we wouldn't have had nothing of that without them. We're like, they're just, they're just the boys for us, you know I, what I'm saying? I said it uh, last time we got asked as well, um, through that pandemic, they were spot on this feeling, like they just got all the bands back out gigging again. And it's, it's exactly what everyone needs, you know what I mean? Because yeah. as Joe said before, people were sat there thinking they weren't gigging for 10 years, you know what I mean? I think he's done like that. He's done something stupid. It was, it was ridiculous. It was, yeah, the amount just... of gigs that he put on after, like last year, just when it like locked down, all like six months, it was like over two hundred gigs or so, you know. And it's just, I reckon they they really like helped majorly to kick all the music scene back off, right? Yeah, and get all the bands def- back def- out. Definitely responsible for like people like you know like us, the K's, the Claws, all of that. Like you know like all, all of them that that following like around the country. There's loads of good indie bands now. They they can probably thank this feeling for the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they've got for themselves loads of other artists as well. You know what I mean? Who over the over the years. That's what you need. People who are passionate about it who can drive it yeah. back. MJ's, MJ's yeah. just got a vision, lad, and he's just a, he's just a legend. He just he, he like he just loves the, the music. You know, he's all about the music. There's not many people like him anymore. Awesome. Any other bands that um, our listeners should check out if the, the, you might be listening to, or the, maybe sliding under the radar at the moment? Who can you uh, recommend? Jamie Webster, obviously. Um, there's a band called Sway from Liverpool, another band called the Joeys from Liverpool, and uh, yeah, just, just probably there's, there's just just yeah, that's what probably would they leave it there, short yeah. and sweet. Three yeah, bands. Tips, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Right, love it, boys. Re- really appreciate you coming on. As as uh, as we said, loving Thanks. the tunes that we've heard so far, and really looking forward to more new music from the Rats. And uh, and yeah, can't make it to the Royal Albert Hall, but we'll get get out on, on see you on tour some, <laughs> sometime soon. <laughs> Thanks for talking about you later. Cheers, guys. Awesome. Cheers later. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. (laughs) 